telling you I didn't choose tarot, tarot chose me. Let's get it. <laughs> yes. How is this Tarot Tuesday going for you so far? Um, it's going well. It's been pretty productive. Um, I have, you know, right now I got some work done for one of my journalism courses. Ooh. Um, and so that feels great. I'm taking a few um, classes to learn the stock market. And that's kind of been my Tuesday today so far. Okay. Money moves that matter. I know that's right. Yes. I'm, I'm actually a multimedia journalism concentration. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the class that I just did was electronic news writing. So we had to keep a social media law because we had to take stories and convert them into tweets. Mm-hmm. Also had to convert them into like Facebook posts to start conversation, reiterating the basics of journalism, because it's something that's an art that you learn it and you craft it and you get better and better. And um, so my other class was advanced reporting and writing. So we wrote a lot of stories in that class and turned them into websites and, and news packages, as we call it. Another one of my classes is similar. It is more video. So she was teaching us the editing aspects of things. And then other than that, I've got a management course and an economic seminar course. Um, so business. <laughs> but I'm almost done. Yay. I love it all, though. I love it all. Great. I really enjoy it. I've learned a lot. And oh. I'm a double major in business and Spanish. Kill but, it. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, I, I just, you know, I kind of skipped around a little bit, but it was all skill sets and they're all coming together to make sense now. So it's exciting. I can only imagine like what you're going to be presenting in the next couple of years, what this is going to manifest into. That's crazy, wow. especially with everything Thank that's you. going on. Like- right. And that's, and it's crazy you say that because that's kind of what I've been thinking. It's like, I thought that my journey was all over the place as far as school because mm-hmm. I like, transferred twice. My major changed from a double major in business and Spanish to now an economics major with a double minor in journalism it's because ANT didn't have a Spanish major program. Mm-hmm. And so at first I was like, dang, like I was pretty much there. I had like two or three Spanish classes left to complete a major, but I plugged in journalism because in my mind, I was like, well, I would have been doing the work for a double major anyway. So let me see what else I can plug in. I plugged in journalism and I ended up loving it. Like I'm a poet. So storytelling, it's like, duh, like journalism is storytelling, but you don't think about it until you're in it. And so it all just kind of came together and it was like, wow, like I'm really business savvy, but I also love to write and read. I love math and numbers, but being able to turn those into stories could be a thing. And a lot of things that are coming together and making sense now with everything that's going on. So I'm really grateful for the journey and I'm glad that I, you know, follow my intuition as far as what moves to make crazy throughout. But like you said, it's like with everything going on now, it makes sense. Everything that I'm doing really is um, aligning and I'm, I'm grateful for that. You found passion in it. You found it's like, even though it was all scattered, like you still found your joy in it and you still continue to find purpose for it. That's amazing because a lot of people don't find that. And especially in undergrad, I went into everything like, you know, I don't know what I want to do. So I'm just going to choose all things that seem general to me. And so that's where the business in Spanish came in. Then I took a, a micro econ course and I was like, whoa, I love this. So I, you know, concentrated in that. And on top of that Spanish, I had to switch it up a little bit, but I had enough to be able to continue it on my own. Then I plugged in journalism. So it's like, yo, it seemed crazy, but people don't understand. Like when you're 18, you don't know what you want to do with your life. Heck so no. it's crazy that people have to make that decision in the first place. But again, that's why following my intuition was key. It was massive in that journey because I'm a first generation. So for me to transfer out doing all this and that, my people are like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But they just didn't understand. Like I could feel what I needed to do. And right. I didn't really understand why, but you're right. In the meantime, in between time, I was always following my passion. So I guess 
I knew how to navigate that sphere right with that mindset of like what do I want to do with my life mm-hmm. speaking of intuition um what are some things you can tell me because I know like you're you're all into tarot it's like all the tarot Tuesday because that's your thing tell me right. a little bit about that and like how that came about when I was in school at Georgia, uh, or not in Georgia, in Georgia at Columbus State, um, one semester, I stayed in the downtown campus at Columbus State. And so I was always walking the strip. And one day I stumbled upon this bookstore that I had never seen before. And for all the Harry Potter fans, it's kind of like, you know, when he got taken by Hagrid and they they were going to uh, the shops and the muggles couldn't see the shops like that's literally how it felt like I felt like I, <laughs> I was a magician who spotted the shop because I had been there all this time and I'd never seen it I'm like yo where did this come from so I walked inside and I was looking around and it was a really cool store and then when I was about to leave for the table that the cash register was on was like a see-through glass table and there was one deck of tarot cards in that uh-huh. and I did not have any money whatsoever because I had just finished playing ball at my previous school uh, and I had never worked while I, while I was in school and I had been looking for jobs on that strip for the entire semester and I could not find a job. I promise y'all, I, I, I applied to like 10 different places on that strip and nobody hired me. So I remember the cards being $22 and I really did not have that $22, but something was like, buy them, like get the card. It was like they were they were calling out to me they were they were literally calling out to me and the fact that they were $22 spoke to me too. Mm-hmm. So I got the cards and you know I went back to my room and I just pulled the cards out with the little instruction deck that they came with and I just started like pulling cards for me and then I would read what the little instruction deck said cuz it wasn't really an instruction deck it was kind of a description of the cards and what they may mean but it was mm-hmm. very it was very slight compared to what I know now. But mm-hmm. that's all I knew. So I was reading the cards and I was reading like the little instruction deck it came with. And I was blown away by how accurate it was just from pulling like one card and reading about it. So it got to the point where I was doing that daily or every other day or doing it for anybody who was willing to listen and wanted to see. It just started to grow because I had already had an interest in astrology from the time I was in like middle school. I would be in church reading my horoscope, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I seen the cards, it was something I had heard of, but I really didn't know much about. But the way the cards spoke to me when I seen them, I knew I had to get them. And so from there, um, I just continued to grow with the cards. And then my first time um, doing readings at an event was in October 2019. So I got the cards fall 2017. I did like a pop-up vendor kind of deal Mm -hmm. October 2019. And I I was doing three card readings for $5. And I made almost, I made over $200 that day. I was exhausted, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was like people were amazed that like, you know, I would pull the cards and people were like, yo, you read my life. How did you do that? I've had, I had people cry, you know, because it was so accurate. And so mm-hmm. in that moment, I was like, yo, I don't know what I tapped into, but <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously something right because I'm really helping people. Fast forward to now. Um, I can't remember exactly when I started doing Tarot Tuesday, um, but it has morphed, you know. Over time, it has changed to various things. At first, it was an actual event in person that I was having at like an actual building. And I was inviting people who were interested in, you know, tarot, astrology, divination. Mm -hmm. And um, we would meet every Tuesday, kind of like a book club. And we would bring our cards. And um, it was me and a a partner of mine. Her name is Deborah. And um, we 
collaborated and created an actual in-person event. So eventually that kind of faded out. So I was like, well, I can do it online. It's, it's grown and Tarot Tuesday just kind of is like a theme in my life <laughs> because it helps me to reconnect with myself. I think tarot is just a way of showing you what the most high wants to show you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just a medium, you know, it's, it has nothing to do with me, Raven, Ryo, however you know me. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with my abilities to be in tune with um, spirit and to deliver a message. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm with that. Yes. All right. So to date. What is your favorite deck to use? Honestly, my favorite deck is uh, the original deck that I got. It's called the Mystical Tarot. Mm -hmm. And it's just because of the connection behind it. Like, I'm telling you, I didn't choose tarot. Tarot chose me. So when I saw those cards and I felt what I felt, I'll never forget that. Mm. And I have bought another deck, only one. And really, I just use it for clarifying. But I can tell the difference in the Mm -hmm. connection because of the time that I've spent with those cards and what I've been through with them. So it's not necessarily the deck itself, but kind of the situation that sprung from me tapping in with that deck is the best way to put it. Like, Mm -hmm. I really, really have built a relationship with this tool. Being a Capricorn, we have a tendency to form like intimate relationships with our physical things, our physical belongings. So I've done uh, the work as much as I can to to be mindful of that. So I try not to get attached, but (laughs) at the same time, these cards will be very difficult to let go of right. because of how everything happened and right. how that seed grew. Right. It, you know, it's it's really interesting to see the fruits from those cards. That relationship that you have with that with that deck is very important and very essential to who you are in this moment. Having that connection and maintaining that connection will always be the foundation for wherever you go, wherever your branches take you. That's powerful. That's like, like, you know, I replayed it in my head as you were talking. I was like, damn, like, no, that's real. Like she walked in the only deck, like, what are the chances? Right. And that's my thing. I was like, what is what and you can tell when you're being guided to certain things Mm -hmm. and when they popped up i remember in that moment thinking okay this isn't something i should pass up it's an extension of you now which makes sense like you were talking about it earlier about you just being you know a vessel and of course the cards being a tool or an extension of just you and how you practice and you know how you embody your intuition rather than you know using it as something to depend on but you're letting it be who you are that has also shown up in your ability to not only um, provide your gifts to other people to help them but to heal yourself and I'm so glad you said that because that was really the main reason why I rose in love with the cards yes ma'am because when I was pulling the cards and I was just reading the instructions I'm like whoa this insight is uh, is powerful I needed to hear Mm -hmm. that right now and you know now that I'm reflecting Thank you for having me, first of all. I have to oh, say yes. that. Thank you so much for having me because just sitting back and reflecting on this journey, it's making me remember how I felt when I first got the card. So mm-hmm. now when I when I do readings for people and, you know, they cry or they're like, wow, I needed that. Or, you know, I can, re- I can remind myself like, yo, I remember when I felt like that when I got the card. So to be able to bring that feeling to people is, is everything to me because it does heal me. Like being mm-hmm. able to heal others is such a reciprocal thing. Right. Know that I have been able. I, I remember one time I did a reading on IG Live, which that was the Tarot Tuesday thing, and where you know I don't see people face to face, right? Mm-hmm. We'll donate a, a woman a reading, and she wanted to join in, but I couldn't add her, so I DM'd her, and I was like, "Hey, like, I'm sorry I couldn't add you." And she said, "No worries. I just really wanted to tell you that you helped me lift 
10 years of burden off of my shoulders. You made me realize the emotional baggage that I have been carrying for 10 years and I have never felt lighter in my life. That blew my mind because this was somebody I did a reading through a screen that I didn't even get to see face to face. To know that my words hit that deeply and cleared mm -hmm. that much, it meant a lot to me because I know what it feels like to be weighed down by something mm -hmm. and not even know that you're weighed down by it. And I think right. that's the power in tarot because it's like, you know, you ask God for a sign. And when you go to a reader who is really in tune, they're able to tell you that message. And that's something I want people to know. When it comes to reading tarot, when you resonate with a reader, it's for a reason. And you want to make sure that the reader is somebody who isn't just not in alignment themselves. I spend mm -hmm. a lot of time with myself because mm -hmm. I know that doing readings, it can I can easily lead somebody astray. And so it's important that I'm in the right space and in the right mindset to be able to do it. And that takes patience. I don't, I can't just up and do a reading all the time. You know, right. if, if I wasn't prepared to do it, I'm not going to do it. Even if I was prepared to do it and then the energy isn't right, I won't do it. And right. you have to be willing to follow that lead from the most high. I was doing them consistently for the new and full moons at one point. And I remember I got the nudge to just stop. And when I did, everything around me grew. And now it's like people just hit me up for readings out of nowhere. People that I didn't even know knew I did readings. I don't, this isn't something that I promote. It's just something that people are drawn to come to me for. But like I said, I'm just a messenger. And I use the cards to um, give a base or give some people something to look at. I'm just a reflection of the most high, you know. I'm just mm -hmm. a representation for the most high. And I want people to understand that, you know. I, I don't want people to worship me or worship my readings. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because that's something that can happen. But yeah. I'm not doing it for that. I don't yes. want, I want people to take me out of the equation when I do readings. Mm -hmm. It's not me that I, you know, I'm just blessed to be able to bring messages yeah. through. It's very easy to do, especially when you are getting those confirmations that you've been seeking. When you are getting those answers, when you do feel relief, it is very easy to form unhealthy attachments to those who are providing those types of services, more specifically um, when it comes to spiritual or divination services. But then just understanding that, like you said, that that is an extension of who you are and those are your gifts that you're sharing. You're allowing yourself to be a vessel. So it's not necessarily the I of right. which, you know, you see or to which you understand me as, but I want you to recognize me as spirit providing you because we don't get to choose you know, what gets healed and who gets healed, all we are asking is that we remain open and remain a vessel to be able to allow that healing to flow wherever it needs to be. Yes. That even without the cars, your intuition is still just as strong. Your vision is still just as strong. Your ear, you know, you still have that. So you're carrying that energy around you and just, you know, like whenever you step into a room, that is the energy that is present. The, that's the beauty of it. It's like, I, I, I'm recognizing now, you know, I use the cards to make, um, you know, people a little more comfortable um, mm -hmm. because there are I've noticed that my words are very powerful even in my mm -hmm. and um, even when I just speak to people people come to me for advice and things mm -hmm. as how I'm able to speak right to the point even in my career path that I'm, I'm on um, like as far as journalism or business it's all about efficiency whether that be efficiency with words or efficiency with resources me being gifted with the gift of gab is having that ability to speak when, mm -hmm. I'm, when I'm led to do so. Putting it out as tarot is like, mm, that's so minute. 
compared to what the bigger gift is, compared yeah. to what my assignment from spirit is. There are certain people like we were talking about earlier, you know, many are called, few will answer. And I think this mm-hmm. is part of my calling, especially considering, you know, my, my family wasn't very, I, you know, they think it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I grew up Christian. Yeah. It's just one of those things, you know? So yeah. I, I, I was very apprehensive at first, but I couldn't stop because of how many people were being healed right in front of my eyes. Right. And then you start to kind of understand just how expansive and infinite the spirit of the Most High is. So it can be channeled through anything. You think about the wind blowing on a Sunday morning, just when you just needed, you know, you needed to cool off or you just needed a breath of fresh air. There's so many different things considered divine that people don't recognize. And I think it holds us back a lot of times from really getting what we came here for and uh, making the most out of our lives to box in, um, and omnipotent power, you know, just yeah, that to box that in and limit it to certain things is it's just very counterproductive. I agree. I agree. And I think it just it just comes with us letting go full circle, letting go of attachment. We are so attached to so many things that are earthy or in other words, carnal. Yes. Uh, like our flesh, the cravings of the flesh, our color of our skin. Yeah, it's, it's money. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, mm-hmm. focusing on those things really do limit the the power to tap in to mm-hmm. our infinite ability because we are out here as this avatar, which we call a human being. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like we we don't want to attach to this because it makes us so small. This is yeah. all a part of the grander, bigger scheme. And the tool of tarot is something that my avatar can use to bring forth messages. Like, it's like... <laughs> that is you bring something tangible that you can present to someone to right. show them versus, like you just said, like, versus just saying it. Because sometimes our words can get mixed up or, you know, it can not resonate in that moment, but having something tangible for them to see. Right, and, and it's like a guide. It's like yeah. a guidebook. It's like mm-hmm. reading, reading a note in a way that I know they can receive it. Mm-hmm. I think that comes with maturity and, you know, just like you were saying, that allowance to be, allowing ourselves to be open. Right. And you have to be able to let that spirit to. flow. Yeah. And you have to be ready for change and okay with change. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know that, like, throughout all of this, I felt very different about, you know, readings like at first you know I, I would do them for free whenever somebody called or wanted one and then when I did that event and I was doing three card readings for five dollars I realized how exhausted I was so I went up a little bit then from there my time just became more valuable and I learned more and I was doing them more often to see the progress and how I was really helping people and I realized in order for the sake of my like I had to go up in price again and I don't think people understand how much energy it really takes when somebody does a reading and you know that takes stamina and it takes practice and it takes understanding your own and how to clear your space and your energy because you can take on people's or you're opening up a channel for to enter into someone else's energy and space. And, and you know, something else tarot has taught me, it has taught me how protective of our space we have not been and how society has made us so unaware of the energy realm. Because when I started doing tarot readings, and I realized how exhausted I was, it made me recognize how intimate I have been with people, not just sexually, but just even them being in my room or mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? It made me more aware of how energy works. How that, easy it is. Yeah. yeah. And like, we really don't pay attention to the energy side of things 
when we only see one percent of our world with our eyeballs like right. only one percent of the world that we exist exist in is is physical matter 99 percent of it is vibrations and energies and frequencies and it made me realize how unaware of that realm i had been even thinking mm-hmm. that i i was aware of it. it's like no when you when i do readings i can see where i'm being drained i can feel it or i can feel where a reading lifted me up so there mm-hmm. were times where like I would schedule a reading and the timing wouldn't work out. I knew that my energy was being protected from a higher guide. Like they put that block there so that my energy wouldn't be attacked. Like I'll refund money. It's not about the money. I just need reciprocity because without that, I'm drained. You know, it's, it's an energy exchange. And it helped me to understand energy in terms of currency, like money. It helped me understand that currency, spiritual currency will make everything flow to you that I don't promote it anymore. But it'd be times where it's like, dang, I kind of want to eat real good today. Somebody will say, be like, hey, can I get a reading? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's like just, it's now, just opening that channel. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about that the other day. I really was about just how easily it is to manifest. And we don't realize how easy it is. We do it every single day, all day. All but day. Just say, regardless of whether we're manifesting things that we perceive as bad or good, if you're I sit around and I talk about it enough or I think about it, it's going to come. I'm yes. going to manifest whatever it is, no matter what. Yes. All day, every single moment is a manifestation of something. And that's why but, it's so important to uh, program your subconscious. Mm-hmm. Because we are a product of our environment, but at the same time, our, our environment is a product of us. I think continuous thing. Yeah, you and, just have to decide what you're going to be a master of. <laughs> right. And and yes. it goes back to your, your, your childhood. Like, what were you programmed as from zero to seven years old? What was mm-hmm. your program? And when you, can, when you can sit with that and recognize it, then you can go into the, uh, the practice of reprogram or deprogramming in order to reprogram. So there's a lot of ways that I was moving as, uh, you know, energetically i was moving in the way that five-year-old me learned to move mm-hmm. rather than healed you yes showing up as a child in certain spaces mm-hmm. because that that i got stuck in that time capsule it's all energy girl yeah i'll say people i talk about time travel all the time too see like yes we experience healing your inner child is time travel yes because when you because you it's like okay yeah right now i'm i'm 23 year old raven mm-hmm. but 12 year old raven still exists in inside of 23 year old raven mm-hmm. so when i sit down and i meditate and i go back to 12 year old raven and i say hey i know this 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 is going on right now but i'm here for you in the way that nobody was there for you i'm here for you right now and and i'm a, and i love you and and you're <clears> gonna <throat> make it and it's gonna get better that heals you because you travel back in time to speak to your past self to heal that past self so that you're no longer showing up as that past self. So it's not like you literally click your heels and you now you're in a different place. No, No, you sit and you meditate. You have access to the entire universe within your being. And that's why solitude is so important because when you can tap into yourself, when you make time for you, you can make time for God. Or you can't make time for God if you don't make time for you because God is within you. And I think, you know, that's healing those child wounds. Mm -hmm. Yes. Healing those inner child wounds are important because we ha- we are all the people who have been, many of us have been traumatized. Yeah. And so it's important to recognize that trauma and, and go back in time 
to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, even if you don't even want to go as far back as a child, you think about um, a bad breakup or you getting fired from a right. job and you, you start right. thinking about that and you're experiencing those feelings all over again. You have now traveled back in time to that time and space. And a lot of people will dwell on that. But what I have gotten accustomed to saying now is that that is now the most powerful space for you to be in and now you have the opportunity to heal yourself from it recognizing that where you are present day is someone who has evolved from that moment that you made it through so now you can go back and heal that space and you can stop experiencing that pain and that hurt and I think we are so used to signing ourselves up volunteering for pain and emotional dysfunction and chaos because like, you know, like we're feeding off of adrenaline rather than allowing ourselves to be still, which is why meditation is something that has to be taught now rather than something that naturally happens. So powerful. Like, you know, self-care shouldn't be something that you have to teach and something that is trending. It should be something that naturally flows from you because you understand who you are, what you are and why you're here. But because we have been so conditioned to think outside of ourselves and depend on everything outside of ourselves for self-fulfillment, we have lost sight of all of that. We don't understand. So now someone has to teach us and remind us to stop and breathe, stop and take care of ourselves, stop, drink water, make sure you're eating, to clear your mind in the morning, wake up and say three things you're grateful for. But that is who we are naturally, who we are at our core. I wanted to have this conversation because I think tarot is such a powerful thing because it's really just an extension of Another extension of who God is and just how divine and unlimited it is. And it's such a powerful thing for someone to be able to embody that spirit. And not only do you see it physically by looking at a tangible card, but you feel it from that person. It all came full circle because it's all about tapping into your innate nature, but using them from a higher mind. Mm -hmm. Okay, me pulling cards is going to show the energy of the situation. But when I tell you what I'm reading from the cards and it's directly spot on to what's going on in your life, all I say is, see, I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. So trust yourself a little bit more Stop. now, you know, mm-hmm. don't come to me every time. I don't want you here every week. I don't want you here every day. I don't want you here once a month, really. I want you to be able to recognize that you came to somebody who has tapped in. It shows our connectedness, how much we are really one. When I do readings, I never really remember what I said. I mean, I, I do to a certain extent. Mm. My thing is I'm just speaking words or I'm speaking what's on my heart or what I'm led to say, but I'm not necessarily snooping in on your business. People look at me like, yo, how do you know that? But I don't even know what I know. Mm. I don't even know what I told you because I'm just speaking from a place of, you know, channeling like medium. It's Mm -hmm. just a message coming through. I may, I may have said something that really, really hit home, but because I don't know the situation from personal aspect, Mm I don't even really know exactly how deep it was. It was that was something else that like as I was on this journey, it was kind of like people were like, oh, it's so accurate. Oh, my God. But even still, I would be like, I mean, cool. But until it was like building up over time and people would come back to me months later, like, yo, remember when you gave me a reading and blah, 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 blah. I just want you to know the blah, 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 like things that kind of stemmed from it, mm-hmm. you know. So that's and that's another important thing too. I always tell people, I'm not telling you your future. I don't do that because whatever is your future is your yours to decide. Mm-hmm. You, you create your future. I am only speaking to right now. And you know it because these are the things that you've been wondering about. Yeah, you you know what's up. You just want me to tell you it's what you already know. The confirmation. What you want to hear. Like, you just need that confirmation, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, why can't you just trust that first instinct that you get? Because that's God speaking to yeah. you. 
now you're looking outside of you for confirmation. Yeah. Don't do that. It's like, Don't do that. It's a reminder of how powerful you are. Like, if you come yes. to me, that means you know something's up, which means you now right. know how to make things change. But you're coming to me for me to confirm what you already know. Why? Why are we running in circles, people? If we would just trust ourselves straight up, we'd be good. Right. But, you know, that's why we're here. That's why they call us light workers. You know, we have to make sure right. people stay in the light. Have you pulled a card for the day? I wanted to wait. Okay. Um, so we'll let so, you close out the episode with your card of the day. Me too. Ooh, listen to that shuffle. You know, that's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know. <laughs> All right. So the card of the day is. Ooh, it's the King of Cups. Water, emotions, um, making your emotions like, like there's an image of like a coily looking ocean creature on this particular deck. And when I see this card, I always think like making your emotions a strong suit versus letting them take you over. Um, like it's like, it's almost like they coiled together and made like a rope. This is what I'm getting. Deeper emotional bonds. Not being afraid of deeper emotional bonds. I'm being led to look it up. So I'm going to do that. A king of cups key meaning is a charismatic man the chakras it aligns with is the heart the third eye the solar plexus for love intuition and wisdom I, what i got from this for today is don't be afraid of those deeper emotional bonds um because that can be very powerful it just takes balance yeah the astrological association is libra and scorpio and venus just went into scorpio if i'm not mistaken that makes sense being more open to understanding your emotional bonds a little bit deeper that's uh, a theme right now and then being wise about it so that is that where the solar plexus comes mm -hmm. in that making wise yeah. decisions okay following your intuition so don't don't be afraid of it you know be wise in it uh -huh. that's deep you how can they book you yeah so you can follow me on instagram at raven r-a-v-e-n dot alyssa a-l-y-s-s-a four and you can just DM me if you would like to book me. It's very open and very free. If you feel led to, just tap in with me. Um, so yeah, that's how you can book me. And my last words would be, find what alignment looks like to you by remembering who you are. Literally remembering. Putting yourself back together. Remember who you are. You never got lost. You never forgot. It's all about putting the pieces back together. So put together the true you and be ready to take off. Be ready to take flight. So those are my final words. That's perfect. So, well, like Miss Raven said, we're taking flight. Until next time. <laughs>